Welcome back to the Teach Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McLean, and we have a great episode for you today. Tis the report card season, which inevitably brings up questions about assessment and documentation. So today we're diving right into the topic of what formative assessment and documentation looks like in our classroom. Before we begin, I want to share about Nature's Path, A Year of Monthly Sparks. This is a professional development series that many schools in British Columbia, as well as other provinces, have begun participating in. In essence, you receive a five to seven minute video presentation which goes through the monthly themes that I use during our outdoor classroom. We suggest different books, as well as a nature walk activity, a sit spot prompt, what to ask during your circle reflections, as well as a few different activities that are all related to our curricular content areas. We also go into some specific nature knowledge. We discuss a local bird, as well as a tree or plant. We talk about how to identify it, as well as how to incorporate this knowledge into your explorations with your students. You also receive worksheets that you can download every month, which helps educators feel more confident to take their learners outside with intentionality. If you would like more information, please visit teachoutdoors.ca and you can find it under the workshops tab. Welcome to Teach Outdoors, the podcast that brings you inspiration and ideas for taking your teaching outside. Together, we'll explore the benefits of learning outside the classroom, share tips and tricks for successful outdoor teaching, and hear from educators who are making a difference in the lives of their students through outdoor experiences. Join us as we dive into the world of teaching outdoors and discover new ways to engage and inspire the next generation. I'm Lauren McLean, mother of two young ones, author of Me and My Sit Spot, teacher, and outdoor classroom enthusiast. I'm grateful to be living, learning, playing, and raising my family on the traditional and unceded lands, waters, and skies of the Quiquitlam First Peoples. I do want to start by saying that even though assessments are freshly on our brains because we're writing up report card comments, I have collected student data since day one. Before we begin a unit or an investigation, I know what our curricular outcomes are going to be and what the expectations are. This doesn't mean that our inquiries can't go in a new direction. We can definitely still follow the passions of our learners, but these inquiries still fall under an overarching umbrella of our curriculum. We might be interested, for example, in how the rain is impacting our land. So we observe, we investigate, we research, we communicate. Each learner might have a different question about rain, erosion, or the water cycle, but they all fall under the big idea in our grade two curriculum, grade two science curriculum, about how water is essential to all living things and how it cycles through the environment. Okay, now let's begin by talking about how and why we document. I'll explore various methods such as taking pictures and collecting student quotes to capture the essence of our outdoor learning experiences. We will also discuss the significance of aligning our activities with the curriculum and how it enhances overall learning outcomes. First, let's talk about photographs and why I might want to document this way. Am I taking their photo because I want to remember the moment, because I want to send the photo to their parents through our Seesaw app, or do I want to use that photo to display in our classroom and use it as a third point, 
as a talking piece to inspire deep and continued reflections. The classic saying that a photo tells a thousand words is true. I often take photos, print them out, and put them on our bulletin board, sometimes with a written reflection from both myself and the learner, and sometimes with no written reflection. Now the benefits of student photos. The visual evidence. It is a visual record of student experiences, allowing myself and the learners to revisit and analyze specific teaching and learning moments. When we review photos, it encourages the students to reflect on their learning experiences, which really helps them to deepen their understanding and engage in critical thinking. We use photos also as a way to communicate and share with families. It showcases the unique outdoor learning experiences that their kids are engaged in, and it helps develop a positive relationship between home and school. Challenges. First, privacy concerns. When taking photos of students, privacy concerns may arise. It's really important at the beginning of the school year to obtain proper consent from students and their parents or guardians before taking and sharing any images. I usually only take photos of that single child and then send it to their specific parent or guardian. Now, other times I may only take a photo of their hands doing an activity. Again, every child in every context is a little different. Another challenge, it can be a distraction for the learners and it can interrupt their flow of thinking and engagement. I really am still learning this balance between documenting and actively participating in the outdoor activities. Okay, next is collecting student quotes, the value of capturing these student perspectives and how I might facilitate those meaningful conversations through circle time or quiet conversations to collect the quotes. First, I want to explain what my documentation pages look like. Imagine a piece of paper, so there's one page and I have a big grid or a big table. On the left-hand side are all the student names and at the top are the different curricular areas and the processes that I might be looking to collect evidence on. Maybe it's the scientific process of looking closely or the curricular competency in math about developing, demonstrating and applying mathematical understanding through play, inquiry and problem solving. Now under each of these headings, that's where I'm looking for evidence of growth and making my notes. This is also where triangulation comes into play. So I'm recording one, my observations, two, I'm trying to listen to their conversations, and three, I'm looking at their product, quote unquote, so maybe the product outdoors will be something that they have built with sticks, or maybe something that they have recorded in their nature journal. But again, that triangulation is really important. I also have another one pager that I use to document. It is simply a big grid and each learner has their own square or their own box. And I use this to take more open-ended observations, usually with a social emotional lens. So how are they feeling during the activity, uh, general observations about their comfort level or their participation style or their communication strengths during that activity. Now, some benefits to collecting student quotes. It's authentic. It provides insights into their learning experiences. We try to capture their thoughts, emotions, and reflections. Also, it's personalized. 
The student quotes give a personal touch to the documentation of their learning experiences. Each student has a unique perspective. It's not just my perspective and their quotes highlight their growth and development. The other uh, benefit is that it is highly engaging. When we involve the students in the process of collecting quotes, it encourages active participation. It allows them to reflect on their learning and fosters a sense of ownership of their learning. Now, some of the challenges, comfort levels, especially if we're doing it through a sharing circle some students at the beginning of the year are not yet comfortable sharing their thoughts and experiences in a public forum. So I want to respect their privacy. So what I do at the end of the sharing circle, well, first, first I should say that there's always the right to pass during circle time. And if a child does uh, pass, I find a quieter time to sit next to them and ask for their reflections. Now that leads into the next challenge, which is time. Collecting student quotes can be very time consuming, but also knowing how to organize the quotes can be a logistical nightmare for some. I do find that when I organize my one pagers this way, it's very helpful and they're, they're organized based off of theme, uh, dates, that sort of thing. Now I will include a link in the podcast notes to a Google Drive folder where you can download examples of my documentation sheets and then feel free to make changes to suit your needs. Now finally, let's chat about how documentation fits into the curriculum integration. It's through documentation that our learning experiences are enhanced. When we align our documentation with curriculum integration, Students' outdoor learning experiences are enriched. It provides evidence of students' progression and it allows us as the teachers to tailor our lessons and activities accordingly. Another benefit is that our assessment improves. I can accurately assess each student's learning outcomes and progress. I can then identify the areas where students may need additional support, which allows for more targeted interventions. So for example, last week, I noticed that a student was struggling to identify patterns in our garden. So I circled back to what makes a pattern a pattern, and we went through some examples with the student. Now, when I look back at all the collected documentation over the weeks and months, I can see very clearly the evidence of growth. I have a record of students' achievements from many different perspectives and with lots of different examples. Now, some of the challenges, again, it is time consuming. At first, we observe, we record, and we document multiple activities, but mind you, not every activity. I do, however, make sure that documentation and reflection circles are a priority. So it's something that I always leave time for throughout the day and in my day plan. Another challenge is weather. When it is dumping with rain, I don't bring out my phone very often to take photographs or to use the voice recorder to collect student quotes. I also don't often bring out my clipboard to take notes on those really windy and rainy days. So on those days, I reflect after the lesson, typically when we've come back indoors and are sitting at the carpet. Now, what do I do with this documentation? 
Well, the one pagers where I take those handwritten notes, I have a binder of them on my teacher table. I also create learning journey stories with photographs and written reflections, and we display them either on the bulletin boards in the hallway or inside our classroom. I take videos and photographs and I upload them to our Seesaw app, as I mentioned before, so that the parents can see what we are doing. I also try to be mindful of switching it up every week, the method of how I'm documenting. And mostly, I'll be honest, is because I don't want to get stuck in a rut of how I document and collect formative assessment. Well, thank you everyone for listening. If you have any questions about today's episode, please don't hesitate to reach out. Remember to check the teachoutdoors.ca website to learn more about the Nature Classroom podcast series. It's a paid podcast series with six episodes, ranging from how to set up nature routines, expectations, math connections, and social-emotional learning development. Each episode has many downloadable resources for you to print and use outdoors with your learners. Well, that's it. Keep exploring, stay curious, and tune in for more adventures. As always, I'll end with a song by Brandon Grant called From the Trees. start on my path I look around to find a spot that I can call home for a while walking slowly I feel so calm I find a spot where nature opens up arms for me to I see the stories I can learn from the trees The feeling, the touch of gentle breeze Knowing the land around me brings me peace Watching the world around me sets me free I feel the sunshine kiss my skin I hear all of the birds singing from within I get familiar with my space I now know how every part fits in every place for me to breathe I see the stories I can learn from the trees The feeling, the touch of gentle breeze Knowing the land around me brings me peace Watching the world around me sets me I go to visit in morning In sunshine and the rain To see what's different and notice the things that stay the same I get to know my teacher the spot that gives me health to get to know the land is to get to know yourself to breathe I see the stories I can learn 
from the trees The feeling, the touch of gentle breeze Knowing the land around me brings me peace Watching the world around me sets me free